Welcome to episode four of Getting to Know You, a podcast from students on the MA Radio, Audio and Podcasting course at the University of Sunderland. My name is Cameron and I'm from Edinburgh. And I'm Lottie Steele from a small village in Northumberland. In this series, you'll be hearing from us as we get to know each other, whilst we get to know the city in which we find ourselves. It's all new for us, and perhaps for you as well. So let's get started. Can you see them blowing it? Wait, come over here. Yes, this this is so strange. I feel really self-conscious of this as we... (laughs) I feel like we're commentating on the glass blowing. It's actually something I've never seen done before. You like roll it along to get like the ball shape, I don't really know. It's such a cool thing to actually sit and watch though, isn't it? I thought she was about to drop it. Gotta imagine. I wonder if they're like professionals or if they're like learning. Do you think this is what they do like every day? For me, this was just a place that I knew was here, but I've never been to yet. Whether that was because of Covid, I don't know, but... Oh! Oh wow! <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> oh, what she got on that? <laughs> So she just seems she's to dip it into more glass. She's now kind of grooving it a bit, isn't she? Also, they're not wearing protective shoes and she's just dropped like... <laughs> hot lava hot glass. Lava glass. <laughs> I know. So is she going to blow it again now? Yeah, I think I came here when I was like a really young kid. But I can't really remember much of it. We're going to places that maybe we haven't really seen before, haven't really been to. Um, I've been down in Sunderland 18 months and despite the National Glass Centre being on or beside campus, I've never been. So we've decided to come here, Wally. Mm-hmm. And we're currently just stood watching it actually being made, glass blowing, and it's quite an interesting experience. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. She's just like putting it in the really hot furnace and then <laughs> twisting it around a bit and it's all changing shape. For me as well, she's not even flinching, but that looks quite hot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. They must have all the special equipment on, but... Do they even? Not even gloves, no. No, no, nobody's <laughs> even got gloves on. I feel a little bit um, concerned for my own well-being there. So yeah. I want to go and try it. <laughs> <laughs> and part two of the podcast is can't be doing this. <laughs> I'd love to see that, that would be good. I wouldn't, I'd probably hurt myself. It must be so hot in there to melt glass as well. There's somewhere that I haven't been since being down from Scotland and a place that, you know, I've always been quite interested. I've only ever kind of walked past it. But it was quite nice just to go in there with you and experience uh, the heat in there as well <laughs> yeah, as uh, all the exhibits. Mm-hmm. And see how they make glass or glass sculptures. We actually there. sat in on one of the workshops there. And I think for me, it's something that I've never really thought about is, is glass making and what actually goes into it and you know the attention to detail. Yeah, it was pretty interesting to see, definitely. And they were making some good stuff. It was just really interesting to watch the concentration on their faces mm-hmm. and you know they're they're so relaxed at facing i can only imagine what temperature heats and <laughs> no, i'm sitting going no i know yeah. i'm suffering a yeah, little bit very focused yeah it must be a very like particular skill like that they have yeah and a lot of patience probably as yeah. well something mm-hmm. that i don't have so i, I probably wouldn't be very good at it to be honest but <laughs> I'd no probably drop it before i'd started yeah. <laughs> exactly but no, it's, it was a great place to go and experience. I think as well, one thing that's worth noting is it's free to go to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you can just watch them make glass. And it's good. <laughs> yeah. And it's nice stuff. Got a nice coffee. It's good. Nice coffee shop. <laughs> a good smell of food. <laughs> yeah. What brought you to studying here in Sunderland? So I did my HNC in Radio Edinburgh College. 
uh, where I'm originally from and then did my second year of that in Fife where I met several others. It was a natural progression down to Sunderland into third year for media production. I obviously did that last year and enjoyed it so much I've now obviously decided to stay an extra year. It's such an interesting place, you know, I'm now just really glad that I'm actually getting out to experience it. Obviously last year there was a lot of Covid around, obviously Covid's still around but there's less restrictions now and you can actually go out and experience places like this for example yeah for me it's just about making up for lost time probably mm-hmm. so were you here at, during the whole pandemic like did, were you staying in yeah so i was in hall so that was a, a difficult place to be during lockdown especially yeah, obviously with kind of restrictions but as well as obviously like i did get covid i mean most of the campus Paul's got COVID, as you would probably expect. Mm-hmm, yeah. It was a difficult time. And like I say, I think this year for me is just about making up for lost time and yeah. going out and kind of seeing things about Sunderland because even though we can actually see my flat now, like, I haven't really been able to adventure out much. Yeah. And I think mm-hmm. that proves a lot when I'm doing traffic and travel on Spark. I've no <laughs> idea where some of these roads are. <laughs> yeah. And it's such like, a bizarre thing. I don't know thing. what I'm talking about. Yeah, and now I'm seeing these places... I'm yeah, like, it makes oh, it a bit more like that's yeah, where I am. Mm-hmm, but yeah. yeah. So what about you? What's what's your story behind coming to Sunderland? Um, so I did my undergrad in media and journalism at Northumbria University, so not too far away. Um, and then I graduated from that like four years ago. Went off to Canada for two years and did a two-year working visa there. Yeah, came back at the start of the pandemic, like the very first day of the national lockdown, which was a bit depressing. Was that planned to come back that day? <laughs> No, so I was like planning on coming back like a few months later and then yeah, lockdown and everybody was panicking and I thought they were going to cancel all the flights and I was like, I just need to get home now. Yeah. Came back, so that was very strange to kind of like get back used to life back here, especially during a pandemic. Um, and then about a year or so on, I was kind of still thinking about what to do with my life and radio was always the thing that I really loved the most at uni, so. But why Canada out of interest? Why Canada? Yeah. My dad went when he was younger and he really loved it. And for some reason, it, I just always thought that I really wanted to go there. Mm. So I applied for the visa and then it all came through. And I was like, if it's all coming through, it's all like happening. And yeah. I, yeah, I think it's really hard to get a visa sometimes and got one. So I was like, that means something. I'm, I'm going to go, go for it. I mean, I've got family in Canada and I've not been over for years and stuff. So I'm looking to go back, hopefully after yeah. kind of COVID settles down properly. But it's it's quite nice to hear other people actually mention it because it's a place that doesn't often get mentioned mm-hmm. yeah well i mean i went kind of as cheesy as it sounds i went like for the mountains and stuff i just thought it looked yeah. so beautiful out there um and then i worked out that my dad had a friend who i stayed with for the st- first part and it all just worked out like really perfectly so you did okay then didn't you? yeah <laughs> you, you worked it pretty yeah. well for you didn't it um ended up moving to like a little ski town which was really fun and where about canada was it so i was in vancouver first and then banff um, made loads of like, great friends there that are still there, which is quite sad. <laughs> Hard to adjust to. Um, Definitely. And, you came, and then you came back to the northeast of England. Yeah, and then came back to the northeast of England. But honestly, I think over this past year, I've just like really appreciated it a lot more. And definitely there's nowhere else in England that I'd really want to be. Um, especially because I live like out in the rural area of Northumberland. And like <laughs> it's been nice during lockdown to be able to go out on walks or like... Yeah runs or any of that kind of thing so yeah it's been it's a good. bit different isn't it a bit yeah. different to canada as well yeah a bit different to canada different. yeah but i think you appreciate it when you go away for a while you come home and you actually like appreciate the things around you a lot more mm-hmm. 
So the place in Sunderland that I've chosen to bring you to is Roca Lighthouse or Roca Beach. Yeah, to have a look at the lighthouse because to be quite honest with you, I didn't realise how close to the beach we were in uh, Sunderland Uni. I think it's really funny that you've uh, picked a lovely warm winter's <laughs> evening. A lovely windy Monday afternoon, yeah. <laughs> it's very, very peaceful down here. Yeah, the beach is really beautiful. Like, I didn't realise that it was going to be... I don't know, my friend said <laughs> when I started Sunderland Uni, she was like, you could go to the beach and have fish and chips. And I was like, yeah, there's a beach in Sunderland. And that's what we can smell now. <laughs> and Oh, yeah, that smell is so good. Like the salt and vinegar. Mm. Oh, not vinegar. <laughs> no? Oh, really? The, no? No, there's the, there's the cultural differences of Scottish and English here. Oh, really? No, no chance. What do you have then? Just salt and salt and it's called ketchup? salt and sauce. No, salt and sauce. So it's like brown sauce type chippy sauce. Oh, okay. I'll I'll, buy, I'll bring some down at the weekend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. You can try it. This is Roca Lighthouse. So I've got a few facts about it. It was built between 1885 and 1903, so it took 18 years to build. It's not a bad effort, is it? I mean, it's pretty big. So we're not even on the pier yet, and there's a long way to go. There is. I, actually, I'd like to know how long it is. Well, good thing you asked. There we go. Good thing you asked. It is 609 metres long, is this pier, long which is the same length as a humpback whale. Didn't Sorry. know that. I wouldn't like to come across a whale that size. No, I'm kind of glad we're on a pier compared to uh, the back of a whale. I'm, I'm going to be <laughs> honest with that one. But the lighthouse itself is pretty, like, spectacular. It does look it, doesn't it? Yeah, and so apparently the, um, the colours of it, so it's like... A red and white stripe, a kind of classic lighthouse look. Apparently they're um, completely natural colours. Oh really? Yeah, from the stone that they use, like the reds and the white is, like it's never been painted, it's just naturally that colour, which is quite cool. That is quite a cool fact. I really like the beach. I like coming to the beach and just sitting. Well, I was about <laughs> to ask you, what, why, why would you come down here? If you, you just chose randomly, you finish uni for the day, you've got a day off, why would you come here? I just like being by the sea and... There's certainly that relaxing vibe, wasn't there? It definitely just like very relaxing and you just feel like a lot fresher and clearer after you've been... I think even if the, the weather sea. wasn't great, it would still be like that. I think it's so nice when it's just... Yeah, even when the weather's not good, but then you've got the big dramatic waves and it's a pretty nice place to be. Definitely clears the mind. So the point of this podcast is getting to know you. Yes. So I've got a quick... Um, quick fire round of some questions am i going to get judged on these answers though is the question <laughs> no um no just a quick it's like the first one that comes to your mind it's going to be an either or like that do you prefer day or night night um sunrise or sunsets <laughs> um sunsets probably because i'm normally still up yeah <laughs> books or films oh difficult one i'll go with films for that one okay go with films yeah board games or video games I've, I've got to go with video games however I think I could be persuaded if I played more yeah going out for food or drinks food definitely yeah. food definitely food what's your favourite place to go for food in Sunderland so I've been to this Italian restaurant um, just outside the city centre mm-hmm. and it's just the nicest place was it really small there's only about maybe seven tables oh, oh nice but it's really they're nice really chilled yeah and yeah. they're just really nice um, summer or winter yeah. ooh ooh because I know obviously you've been to Canada. I know. Winters uh, are massive. Yeah. Oh, that's a hard one. I'd probably say summer when I'm in the UK, but if I had access to mountains to do 
mountain we'll, we'll sports. Just, we'll just rate your mountain <laughs> in, in the winter. Yeah, yeah. sorted. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I'm never going skiing again. I broke my arm. Oh, no. Never done it again. Ouch. Yep. Petrified now. What do you prefer, uh, summer or winter? Probably summer. Yeah. Because I don't like ice. Oh, yeah. I get yeah. really scared because it's slipping over and stuff on ice. So and probably summer. Yeah. Well, yeah. Probably oh. summer. Sun or snow then? Just oh, not as a not as a snow, season. Snow. snow, definitely. Yeah, I think. Yeah, snow. I love it when it snows. I had a dream about it snowing the other day. Uh. It's not a quick fire one, but what's your favorite food? Ooh, favorite food is probably Italian because does that count like a whole yeah, genre I'll of take food? That, or? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, my dad's half Italian, so I've grown up a lot just. The only thing he'd cook for us when we were younger was pasta. So. Well, here you go. Yeah, English and I also, food or I also Italian food. <laughs> hmm? English food or Italian food? Italian, definitely. That and was, I also that work in a pizza fan, so pizza, pasta—that's all I eat. So yeah, definitely Italian. Thanks for listening to this episode of Getting to Know You. It was produced by Cameron Connor and Lottie Steele at the University of Sunderland. Our music is from upbeat.io and you can find more episodes at gettingtoknowyou.sounder.fm.